You're listening to SuperPod Recession Proof Your MSP, presented by SuperOps.ai, where we ask experts, analysts, and business owners what MSPs need to do now to recession proof their MSP and keep their foot on the growth pedal. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of SuperPod Recession Proof Your MSP. I'm Radhika Nair, SuperOps.ai's in house storyteller and your host. I'm joined by MSP expert Chris Tim. He runs Sondela Consulting based in the UK and he, he serves clients all over the world. He works with MSP businesses to help them achieve efficiencies and maximize profitability through the use of PSA and other business tools. He has deep experience in the MSP industry and ran an MSP business for 14 years. Now he's here to talk to us today on how to automate your workflow within your business to drive faster growth. And very important topic in an economy uh, like this now where, uh, you know, slowdown is something that we have all been talking about and which is the focus of this podcast. So welcome, Chris. Great to have you here. Hey, Radhika. Thank you very much for uh, for inviting me. Always a pleasure to uh, to talk with you guys. And uh, thank you for that that great introduction. Before we get into the topic of automation itself, considering you talked to quite a few MSPs, I wanted to understand, this is something that I've been asking all my guests as well. You know, we have been talking about recession. We have been talking about inflation, about costs going up. But we are also talking about how MSPs as an industry, right? MSP as an industry is quite recession proof. We are seeing growth. But on the ground, when you're talking to MSPs, what is it that you're hearing? Are you hearing what I'm hearing? Uh, no, not really. Um, <laughs> actually, it's it's quite interesting that everyone's talking about recession because, um, you know, when I have that conversation with, with most of my MSP customers, they're kind of going, recession, what, what, what recession? There, there, there isn't one. Um, you, you know, and I've noticed huge amount of growth in, in my business too as a consultant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are, are are looking to bring on consultants, which normally in, you know, in any kind of slowdown would be a, a luxury service, you know, to have somebody that can kind of hold your hand and help you through um, through growing your business or, you know, helping with automation or, or, or you know, business tools, as you mentioned. So um, but I'm actually seeing an increase in that, certainly in, in my business with people who are um, who are wanting this kind of thing more. So definitely, in my personal opinion. I haven't seen it and MSPs I'm talking to um, and other consultants and other industry leaders I'm talking to are, are not seeing or not experiencing a, a recession. And at least they're not, or, or at least they're not saying they are. Yeah. And and that's, that's actually what, um, you know, a lot of people are saying that, you know, MSPs as an industry right now, it's, um, you know, they are seeing growth and unlike the larger economy, unlike the larger um, the other industries, right? And a lot of uh, there is a lot of outsourcing of IT support happening from other industries to MSPs, and that's something that is driving growth, and which is something that we are hearing as well. So that's really good to hear. And I also wanted to understand from you, which is why I wanted to talk about automation with you, because I have seen, I've spoken to a lot of our customers, for instance, who are talking about how because of automation, because of the automation, uh, you know, prowess that super ops provides them they are able to plan for more growth and that's something that i wanted to explore further with you in this um, episode but i wanted to step back a bit before that and i wanted to understand from you 
you know when when you do talk to msps when you are consulting with them do you see msps use the full potential of automation in their operations what is the uh, what are the standards right now yeah great question and and no i don't see them using the full potential most most msps i'm talking to are are you know not even using the the, the full potential of the psa tool or or any of their other business tools you know, let, let alone even looking at automation or touching any of the automation side of it. So, um, and and that's very often why somebody would, you know, would call on a consultant to kind of help them with getting to, to that next stage, right? Getting to the point where they can start to be more efficient and, you know, start to automate a lot more of those repetitive tasks or, or repetitive processes within their business. So, um, so yeah, I'm seeing, and I'm seeing that quite a lot now, you know, people just, just aren't, on even touching the the iceberg when it comes to um, automation, right? And and that's why this topic is quite pertinent, right? Because I wanted to understand from you also. I wanted you to set that perspective for our listeners on why that automation. Why are we talking about automation? Why is it that we are saying automation is important? Because a lot of people might say that you know this is working for us, right? The way we are working right now is working for us. But why is it that you know we are talking about you know why are we saying add more automation to your workflows, to your daily operations? Why, if you could put that into perspective? Mm-hmm. And good question again. And I think, you know, automation drives business efficiency and growth, right? So, you know, especially on those those repetitive tasks, things that you're going to do all the time. You know, if you're going to get bogged down in having to do the same thing a hundred times, it's never going to make you an efficient MSP or run your business efficiently. And, and ultimately, um, you, you know, th- that that could kind of halt the growth of, of the MSP because, you know, you're, you're spending so much time doing all of that stuff rather than actually having it all automated and then um, and then using that time to grow your business or talk to customers or, you know, wh- whatever it is that, that you want to do, but not getting bogged down in those those kind of, things that could be automated and there's there's a huge amount of of stuff um you know i'm i'm a very big fan of automation and i'm one of these people where from from my point of view it's probably because i'm lazy and i don't like doing repetitive tasks over and over again so from my point of view i try and automate every little aspect of my business where i possibly can um you know so i can click one or two buttons and i'm done and and things happen in the background right and and that's something that you know like uh, you were talking about the repetitive tasks right and that is something that uh, a recent conversation with a uh, customer of ours he was talking about how now with super ops and he's seeing that a lot of the time that uh, his technicians would spend on repetitive tasks that's being for instance um, you know ticket routing itself for instance um, that is something that things like that it adds up right the time saved when you automate repetitive task and that's something that's very uh, useful i also wanted to understand from you when you are uh, talking about automation right what are some of the best practices that you follow or where are the uh, areas within an msp's daily operations that you see this potential for automation for automation to make life much simpler for technicians or for business owners great great question again and i think you you mentioned one of those was kind of, um, you know, automatically routing the tickets to to different engineers, you know, automatically assigning a ticket based on on priority or 
um, wh whatever it is, you know, so so to to read the tickets that way, but also um, to allow you to, um, I guess, be able to, um, one of the things, again, for example, you know, looking at customers who might have replied to a ticket, right? How would you know if the customer has replied unless you have some kind of automation in place to enable you to um, to be able to to tell you that information. So, um, so yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing that a lot in terms of um, you know, like I said, people not doing that. And I think one of the best practices would be to try and get, I guess, as much of that sort of stuff, like routing of engineers, or um, you know, and I, and I see a lot, you know, when a customer maybe sends a request to your website, for example, you might want to have that process automated, so it automatically comes in and creates a an account and creates an opportunity and you know does all of those kind of things within your PSA tool so you're not having to to again do that whole manual repetitive task. If you could give me some examples of uh, areas where MSPs can do this or um, you know instances that you have seen uh, you know when when that automation has been done when it could be like you mentioned about um, mm. you know auto assigning tickets things like that right but where have you seen this happening really well right if you could share some of those examples absolutely and and one of them was um you know so, some of the other psa tools out there and i know that that you know super ops has really good kind of automation and um auto assigning engineers a, a lot of the other psa tools um you know don't don't have that kind of facility um, or at least not not easily and and not able to do very slickly. So sometimes people would have to use third party tools to to do that. But some of the areas that I've seen um, some automation really working well in in the industry. Um, I had a particular customer who had a, a very specific need who who kind of needed to have a, um, a a job sheet printed. Um, you know when his engineers went on site, so they still had the ticket, but they they had this very specific requirement. You know to write down. Um, you know, parts that they used or, or certain things. Um, so they needed this printed job sheet. And there was no way to do this, you know, out of the box in the in the PSA tool. So we integrated with um with Zapier, where you know, Zapier said, you know, when the status of the ticket is changed to whatever it is, then automatically go to Zapier, create the PDF document, fill in all the relevant information, and then send the engineer that PDF document which then the engineer would have at the same time as he has, has the ticket. So that was a really, really good, um, you know, a good example of where somebody could actually use use automation to kind of help their business to, um, and that's not so much a repetitive task. Well, well I guess it is if you, it, you know, otherwise you'd have to go somewhere else and print that PDF and yes. download the PDF and all that kind of stuff. And what, what we did is we got Zapier to create the PDF for us and actually fill in all the fields and everything on the PDF. So you don't even have to go and download it or do something. It just automatically sends it. So um, so I'm seeing a lot more of that kind of stuff as far as automation is concerned, you know, where people are looking to use some kind of third-party tool to integrate into, um, into the PSA tool and have the PSA tool do other cool things. Um, another one I mentioned earlier on, and I do this myself, you know, if somebody comes onto my website and fills in the contact us form, it automatically hits the PSA tool, creates the customer, creates the, the, the contact, then creates the opportunity, pings the customer an email to say, you know, thank you for your request. Here's a calendar link to book us, to book a meeting with us, then creates a ticket, 
where we then have that pre-sales ticket created so we can track our time against the pre-sales. That whole that whole thing is completely automated. Um, again, using something like Zapier, which allows us to just do all of those processes in in one go. So there's you know there's a couple of scenarios where um, you know I think um, you know good examples of where automation can kind of really really help um, help your business as as an MSP or in my case I'm not an MSP but I still want to have that whole automation because I don't want to have to go and do everything. You know, I don't want to have a an email coming in from my website and then manually having to go into my PSA tool and go and create the, the customer or manually creating the opportunity. So I just have, um, and again, I use Zapier for that. I just have Zapier do all of that for me. Right. And in fact, one of the functionalities that uh, in SuperOps that I really like is uh, the runbooks feature, um, you know, where the uh, process uh, is standardized, right? So, and and that, that's some that's one of the examples that um, one of again one of our clients had mentioned that when a new technician comes on board, right, uh, the senior technician has to spend a lot of time, you know, taking them through the paces, right, telling them what to do, what not to do, and that can and the senior technician's time is the most valuable. And instead of spending time, uh, you know, uh, resolving issues, they are stuck with training. And this is something, Runbooks is something that solves for that use case as well, where, you know, the new technician can, uh, it's almost, they are, it's almost like they are, uh, the senior technician is holding their hands, but through that process, right, there's the best practices, there's a workflow that is there. And that's something that I uh, also really like in our, uh, you know, it, it, it helps it's almost like you know the senior technician is transferring their knowledge through the uh, PSA itself, right? It's all built in there. And mm-hmm. I also wanted to uh, you know have a chat with you on what are the mistakes that you have seen that people make when they are thinking about automation or when they are trying to do you know uh, to implement automation. What are the mistakes that you know MSP should avoid? That's a very good question, and I think. Um... Well, certainly automating the wrong things, right? And a lot of the time, I think people, um, and it's not so much maybe a mistake, but I think the reason why people don't typically automate things is they don't really know what to automate. It's, mm. you, you know, they, and, and you mentioned about the, the run book, you know, kind of helping, you know, new new engineers that are coming on board, helping them with with kind of all of that stuff. Um, you, you know, but a lot, of, a lot of MSPs I'm speaking to are going, well, we don't actually know what to automate. We don't know... Um, what we should be doing or whether the PSA tool is even capable of doing that kind of automation. Um, but I also see some of the the kind of, I wouldn't call them older, but maybe more mature MSPs that are very set in their ways are, are kind of quite happy to just do things manually. And they're quite happy mm. to go, well, you know what, we've got a team of people that do the onboarding. We've got a team of people that do all of these things. And we're quite happy to just keep doing that. Um, so, so those are some of the things I think that MSPs could could definitely improve on and and do better in with the psa tool um and uh yeah and and a lot of the psa tools have the functionality to allow um you know a lot more automation built into the system some some do it better than others um you, you know tools like SuperOps obviously does it much better than some of the other psa tools out there but they all do have some level of of automation of some kind or another that allows you to um you, you know automate pretty much anything you want within the system. And that's one of the challenges, what you mentioned, right? About throwing people at the problem instead of, um, you know, changing or thinking about 
why you're doing something right that that's also a challenge when when an msp has uh, followed a certain process why redo that right why take that time out because obviously there's so much going on within um an msp's day to day operations right there's so many problems to solve taking the time out to think about okay um you know what processes are we doing why are we doing something that becomes a challenge right finding the time for that Exactly and I think you've you've hit the nail on the head right there I think a lot of it just comes down to time it comes down to you know we we're so used to doing it this way that you know we're so busy servicing customers and 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 that kind of thing we don't actually have time to sit down and and figure out what we need to be automating or looking at you know in areas in the business they they can automate so they just keep doing the same thing over and over again um you know so some do some people obviously have then said you know okay you know, we've got all these these repetitive processes we really want to get this kind of stuff automated and then start and i find that when i speak to those kind of companies that that have realized that there's um you know huge potential in that you you often see you know you know much quicker growth and much more efficiencies within those businesses than those that that kind of just stay on the same process that they've been on for many years building up on that point that you mentioned I wanted to understand when say an MSP is embarking on that automation journey right when they're thinking about it when they are trying to set it up what are the things that they should uh, you know if you could uh, walk us through that process itself not about maybe because you know implementing automation or what kind of practices to automate or what kind of repetitive tasks to automate may vary from MSP to MSP but when they are thinking of starting that right what are the things that they should consider or how how should they uh, what's the right way to go about it to start off that process good question and i think we've covered some of that off already around yes. um, around looking at areas in the business that um you, you know that have a lot of repetitive tasks or you know areas in the business you know like you say where you know where an engineer is maybe you know doing the same thing over and over again or customers are doing the same thing over and over again, you might want to kind of say, well, let's, um, you know, let's automate that particular area of the business. And that was one of the reasons I automated my whole um, process of, you, you know, when somebody sent a, a contact us form, because I used to do all of that stuff manually. And I got to a point where I said, there must be a better way to do this. And there must be a, a better, more efficient, quicker way of actually getting customers into the, the PSA tool generating all of these things um and then um you know without me having to to do a huge amount of of work so i then went down the route of, of looking at how these things um you know whether these things are possible so i think that's the first place an msp needs to to look at is try and identify where the areas are where there's a lot of repetitive tasks and where the areas are that um that also you know, can be and should be automated, then find out obviously whether the PSA tool itself is able to automate some of those processes. Um, and, and if not, then start to use things like Zapier and some of the other third-party tools that can help you to do all of that um, automation. But a lot of people, MSPs do use only the ticketing part of it, right? They use the PSA more as a ticketing tool than an actual PSA. So I wanted you to sp speak a little bit about that as well. My my favorite question, and I get asked this all the time, and and I'm really you glad are you are the PSA expert, PSA expert, right? So yeah. this is something that I'm sure if I wake you up in the middle of the night, you'll be able to answer this. Exactly, and if if I had a 
pound, dollar, euro, whatever it is, for every time somebody asked me that, I'd be a multi-billionaire and, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd probably be richer than Elon Musk. Um, but, yeah, and I, I, I see this all the time, right, is I think a lot of people think that a PSA tool is a ticketing tool, and it's it's not, right? So, you know, the very first thing they do is they, they come into this with, hey, I need a PSA, oh, sorry, I need a ticketing system, so I'm going to go and use a, a, a PSA tool. So that's mistake number one, because they then buy it and use it as a ticketing system. And, and on the whole, most PSA tools um, are, uh, well, well they, they're a lot more expensive than just using a, you know, a, a standard ticketing tool. So I always say to people, it's the most expensive service desk or most expensive service uh, desk and ticketing tool you're ever going to buy if that is all you're using a PSA tool for. So so that's the first mistake. I think people go into it with the wrong um, the wrong mindset. They go into it with, I need a, a service desk, so therefore I'm going to buy um, a PSA tool. And then they just stick on, on just using tickets for the rest of their lives and don't even, and they might know that some of the stuff is capable, but you know, the PSA is capable of doing some of these other things, but they don't explore them or don't investigate them and just stay using it as a ticketing system. Um, you know, whereas I, I think the when you're looking at getting a PSA tool, it, it should kind of be looking at, you know, what processes can we make better in the business and how can we actually take um, everything that we do in our entire business and, um, and, and automate that, but also, um, uh, you know, because a PSA tool, I guess, is a pane of glass, right, what I'm trying to say. So it, it gives you the ability to say, well, everybody in sales will know what's going on in service desk and the service desk people will know what's going on in sales because they have that visibility of every area um, in their business. So I actually, um, I don't like calling them PSA tools because to me it's like, okay, professional services automation. Yeah, some of them automate. I normally like to call it a business management platform because that's really what it is. It's a platform that allows you to manage your entire business right the way from when you first get that lead all the way through to them becoming a customer and maybe them eventually dropping off and not being a customer anymore. But every kind of um, thing that you do with that customer through the entire life cycle, um, a PSA tool allows you to, to manage that, including the billing. Right. And this is an area I think a lot of, a second area I think a lot of people really um, make a huge mistake when getting a PSA tool is they don't do the billing through the PSA tool. So they don't, you know, they, they continue to bill through whatever accounting tool they are using, um, but they're not running any of those billing processes through the PSA tool. So then from a profitability point of view, you're not going to be able to see which customers are profitable, how much time your engineers are spending on those tickets, what those tickets are costing, um, you know, because you, you're not billing and you're not running that profitability process through the PSA tool. Ultimately, it's going to get into your accounting package, but but running that process through um, through the PSA tool and managing your, your contracts and, you know, license counts and all that kind of stuff, um, automating that whole process and running that whole thing through the PSA tool is where a lot of people, um, a lot of people don't do that. And that, in my opinion, is kind of one of, one of the other big mistakes that people make, you know, when, when using a PSA tool. And a lot of that, I think, is comes down to the fact that they don't know how to do it. They don't know how, or, or again, it's back on that whole thing of people are so used to doing it in one particular way that actually then they have to now change the whole process and the whole way in which they, they do something um, so they just don't do it. Right, yes. Mm. 
because there's that fear that you know we have to change all of this this is going to take a lot of my time and i don't really have that time so it's coming back to that uh point of where to find that time right and yeah exactly i think that's the thing is i think it's all about it, again it all comes down i think as we've as we've said uh, you know in 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 other parts of of this episode it all comes down to time and it all comes down to um but it also comes down to knowing what the PSA tool is capable of doing and knowing, like we said, you know, what it is that you're trying to automate, why you're trying to automate it, um, and and also understanding what you want the PSA tool to do for you, you know, not just service desk, but you want it to run and manage your entire business. Right. And I wanted to bring back that point of growth, right? We've spoke about how you know, automating your processes, your workflows can add, can give you more time. Uh, but beyond that, what are the other ways that you have seen, um, you know, automation being used effectively and that helps drive growth? Not just, you know, adding, helping you free up more time. Beyond that, how what all have you seen? Well, well I think the ultimate thing is that it frees up more time, um, which ultimately then allows you to, to you know work on other aspects of your business to to grow your business so you know because you're then not being bogged down in doing all of those those repetitive tasks so that it frees up not only your time but but your engineer's time as well to work on bigger projects you know maybe that means you can then go and take on bigger projects because your engineers aren't being bogged down trying to do stuff that they shouldn't be doing so it it allows you to to drive growth in your business because you you know you can now and also will allow you to kind of see where they where you may need to bring in other engineers you may need to bring in um you know other specific people with specific skill sets to be able to to um do those things so that you can bring on bigger projects and bring bigger customers and all of that kind of stuff and also um, a lot of msps do talk about you know when i'm talking to them they do talk about how Hiring, uh, you know, is becoming a challenge increasingly. Um, and, and a lot of this automation helps with that as well, right? You don't, again, going back to not throwing people at the problem, but uh, finding solutions within your uh, PSA, within your business management solution, like you mentioned. That itself, that that's again, uh, you know, you're using your, uh, your tech, your technology as an additional technician in a way, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's using the technology in in efficient ways, in cool ways to be able to kind of help you um help you drive that growth. And I think um yeah, and it's and it's all about it's all about finding the 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 best ways to do it. It's not hard, you know, there's a lot of stuff in there um that allows you to to automate a lot of the process. It's not hard to find, but I think like we said, it's it comes down to time and it comes down to people not having the time or the knowledge um you know to to be able to do those um and once they do then the customers that i have seen that that are doing automation or are doing um uh you know those kind of things they they are definitely growing in their business because and, and that could be growing by recruiting more people or it could just be growing that they're taking on more customers and bigger projects because they're more efficient on this end of the business so they can actually free up the resources that they already have to be able to work on bigger projects without, as you say, without throwing people at, at the problem because all the stuff that, that the engineers used to do 
have now been freed up because they are automating those processes. So sometimes growth, and most of the time, growth isn't necessarily all about throwing people at the problem or, or you know bringing people on to to do something. It could be you know bringing on bigger projects um, or bigger customers um, and and freeing the the engineers the resources that you currently have to work more efficiently on with those customers. Brilliant, and that that's that's the entire purpose of running a business, right? Ensuring that there is growth happening and. And this is an efficient way. Automating your process is an efficient way of driving that growth. Anything else, Chris, that we haven't covered? Anything that you know would add more value within uh, automation? Well, I think we've 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 sort of talked the whole automation thing. I think to um to, to death now, and we've certainly um you know I think explained the benefits of of why we need to automate processes with within the PSA tool. Um, but, you know, and I think actually just even even with the growth thing, you know, I do work with a lot of MSPs that are quite happy with just being a lifestyle business, right? They're not they're not really interested in growth as such. They just want a, a lifestyle business. And actually automation helps them a lot as, as well because it allows them to free up their time and take more time to spend with family or do whatever is important to them um, because those processes that they would normally have had to do manually um, are now being taken care of with some kind of automation. So, so whilst it drives growth for those businesses that want to obviously grow, there are certain, you know, some businesses that are very successful and just being on their own and kind of saying, we don't actually want to grow the business. Um, obviously, we want to grow from a revenue perspective, but not necessarily bring on more people or do anything like that. Um, and they're quite happy just plodding along with, with the way they are. But it just makes them more efficient because that then frees up time to be able to go and do the things that that are important to them. Right. You're not tied up to a desk anymore. You can go and yeah. do something else because, you know, your systems are taking care of it. Your technology is taking care of it. And that's that's the entire point of having a really good PSA or an RMM where, you know, the technology is taking care of everything and you are not spending time worrying about are things working you're worrying about other things that are, you know, which could be driving growth or which could be spending more time with your family or just having fun. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what it's all about, right? Having fun and um, spending time with your family. So, yeah. Great, Chris. I think this this is great. Thank you so much for being part of uh, this episode. As always, great talking to you. Great. Thanks, Radhika. Really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. 